Good day, hello, welcome to Barcast. I don't know what episode this is now. Barcast after the last training. Welcome guys to Barcast. Um, I'm Salt. I'm George. And we've got champions in the house today. I want to say good morning and welcome ladies first to Amorous Chase. Right? That's correct? Yes. And uh, Mr. Darren Matthews. Hi, hi. How you doing? How are y'all guys doing? We're fine. I'm fine. <laughs> good, good, good. good. Amorous, I, I don't even know how to speak to you right now because all the times I've ever seen Amorous before, it has been in full workout gear. Uh-huh. And no makeup, no glasses. I didn't even know Amorous wears glasses. So this is a whole different side to Amorous Chase this, uh, on this I podcast. Think most people, more people that you think actually say that. Real <laughs> talk? Yes, most people in the city, oh, they don't recognize me because, you know, we just see me working out. So they know you from working out. So, <laughs> so tell me, right, so how did you get into bar? To, to the Barbados Adventurers? Um, I actually saw it on Instagram. Mm. So I didn't really know what it was. I remember I just saw like a picture of people walking through some water. <laughs> and it was like, what are people doing? Are these kind of things in Barbados? So it's right. like, and they clicked on it. And it's like it was a team event at the time. And then I asked a few people who they wanted to do it. And they were like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, no, this is a little bit much. Um, that was June last year. Mm-hmm. Then last November, it was just in the gym and somebody asked me if it wanted to do it. It was like, sure. Right. But at that point, you still didn't know exactly what it was. But it just looked like funny, like anything, yes, outdoors. So you had an athletic background, you used to play sports before? Yes, I started out doing track. I used to run the 8 to 15. Middle distance. Middle distance. Yeah. Um, then when I got to university, I transitioned to hockey. Ah. So I played national hockey for a few years. Was you transitioned to hockey at university <laughs> level and made a national team? Yeah, so like two years. That was, that was not expected. That was not my goal. I just started training and... Interesting. I was asked to join the... Because they have... They do a selection where they just put you in kind of training and then they would choose the team from there. Yeah. So I made a training squad and I made the team for the first time in this training squad. So yeah. that was expected. And... So you would say you're naturally athletic, naturally. Uh, yes, I definitely inclined. like. I like to run, basically. Right. Like anything that I guess physically challenging, mm-hmm. something that I would definitely try. So when you, I remember the first time I would have seen you around the Barbados Adventure Race scene would have been the pop up last year right. at um, Weymouth, Weymouth. Weymouth B. And me personally, I remember being in the heat and looking around. I think I, I was I had gone there late. So I was running in the last heat. Um, Kurt and Marlon would have dominated the first heat. So I was looking around. It was a lot of people from ICBL right. who were actually in our heat. So I was like, well, hobby for Bobby here. Hey, <laughs> 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 okay, let's come and wash off these. And then everybody take off hard. And it's like, they may know what's going on. They may know what to expect. Amaris had taken off hard with them. So I was like, that girl, she, she coming back too. Right. <laughs> and she never came back. <laughs> and so from the first day that you came on the bar circuit, you had exhibited a propensity to be able to adapt to obstacles. Where do you think that that comes from? Um, I'm not sure. I think I just had a good cardio base. Because I never base. did anything where I had to carry anything before. Yeah. I definitely never... Never focus on the upper body strength. <laughs> not want to go to the gym and do pull-ups or anything. Um, so that was my first time carrying anything. Right. So I guess it was it was taxing, but I guess I was just able to push through it. Because um, of the cardio base. Yeah. And so, then straight to November, singles, 
onto the top of the podium. Talk to me about that. It was not my plan initially. Because we said the first time I did it, it would have been out of Weymouth. I didn't plan to do it that day. I remember it was home. And my teammate was down there. She called me. She was like, have space. Come and do it. Because I thought that it was... That was Gina? Yeah. Right. I thought it was full. So she called me probably half hour before. It was like, come and try it. Come and try it. And it was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, hang on. You're saying that you didn't plan to do the singles until... She probably signed me up, like. Yeah, she signed me this, up. This is when the, um, the pop-up work. Oh, the pop-up. The, the pop-up. Pop oh, right, 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 right. So I I just came down and said, okay, whatever. I would just right, try it. Because right, remember yeah. I got there, so I wanted it running into the tire wall. I was like, she's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the last time you filled the tire wall. would be the first day you ever saw it as well. So first and last time. Yeah. <laughs> and they said it would get over. It was the like, just run and jump, whatever happened, happened. Right. <laughs> Over everybody was like, she already tell you all. Yeah, including me. <laughs> <laughs> Much to and my dismay, yeah. I think that was the first thing George mentioned to me the singles event. Right. But at that point in time, I was like, no, because I didn't know how to do any of these skills. I didn't have any experience with it. So at that point, it was like, just let me stick to the team and just try to learn the things as I went along. Right. And yeah, I'm she signed me up late, honestly, because I didn't actually <laughs> sign up for it. Because I was always on defense. I was like, no, I still don't think I'm ready for it. I can probably just do it next year after I go through it at least once and I get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, just go do it. Do the singles. Yeah, she's going to try it. Just going to try it. It was like, all right, whatever. Just go <laughs> try it in the morning. And it did better than I expected. Did really well. So, don't want to vote the king himself and Darren. So let George feel the questions to Darren. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, Darren, um, obviously, the larger Barbadian public would know you from your cycling background, I think. Um, you run a lot as well, obviously. Yeah, I've been doing a, um, quite a bit of running. Actually, running doesn't take up as much time as the cycling, so right, right. it's a lot easier to get out and get in a workout. You get a lot more done in an hour of running than you get in an hour of riding. So right. I've been doing a lot more running and stuff like that recent rather than the riding right and you're relatively slight obviously a frame by Very slight. by compar- comparison <laughs> to some of these other beasts out there but um slight man rule that's one <laughs> but that doesn't seem to hold you back over something like bar no i just i enjoy competition period uh-huh. um and that's that's really my my driving force so whatever competition um, we put our, I put I put my mind to I really try and give up my best and you know I, I like winning so right 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 <laughs> I, like to, I, I always go that extra effort and I, I make sure and train as hard as I can for whatever it is that we're doing right so tell me tell me a little bit about your journey with Bar for those who don't know Darren obviously won the overall men's title in the singles last year and was very close to winning. The team event as well end up with a silver in that. So tell us how you found Bar, how you came about it, and uh, your journey. Yeah, so um, and so actually, strange enough, Stuart and I, Stuart Maloney and I, train a lot together, right. and he was training for I think it was the first Bar quite right. possibly, and I wasn't I wasn't in the in the island for it, so it was never an option for that team. And when he put together his team with Mark Jordan, Dominique, and and Kim. You know, it was like a dream team, and they went right. out and they dominated everything. And between Stuart and I, we have a, a rivalry, and that's <laughs> always um, it's always good fun, and that's what really motivates us to train hard and that kind of thing. But nevertheless, I missed maybe first two bars. Right. I think both times being out of the country, and 
you know, they they'd created this was the right word? Where, uh, you well, know, dynasty. No, the dynasty. Oh, yeah. the team. Yeah. 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 They, they were untouchable, you know. And yeah. um, for me, everyone was kind of everyone kind of had the thought that I would come on to Stewart's team, but that's never been our intention because right. we compete against each other, not right. with each other. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but nevertheless, um, so I really had to, you know, I. I found out about the individual, so I was always going to gear up towards the individual, and then he said, well, give the team a shot as well. There's no sense in doing all this training. Right. And, you know, we do a lot of training with them as well. Mm-hmm. And I started trying to put together a team, and, you know, we, we, we had a good team, Leander, Sabrina, and I, um, and Chippy. Right. Were the, I can't remember the name that we used, ops, um, barbenders, mm-hmm. right? Um, but, you know, we, we got Sabrina, it was Chippy, Leander, myself, and then Sabrina came in at the last, and in, in maybe last month or whatever. Right. But we didn't know what to expect going into the team event. Mm-hmm. We sure had a lot of fun doing it. We, tra- we, 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 we trained hard, right. did a lot of workouts together and stuff like that. And, you know, to come that close to winning it, not even sure if we would be able to finish it. Right was was surely you know um, gratifying so right i can attest to how hard you train because i i live in st john yeah and i would be driving around st john or hiking around st john and i'd be like wait that means my atlas stones i left my atlas scratch <laughs> my head i left my atlas stones here wait i left my buckets here so the man would set up their own mini course right right and, and train the course and i thought i was i thought i was commendable because you have to try and put yourself in as close to race situation as possible to replicate yeah. what's going to happen on a day so you could be successful. But what are you going to compete this time around, Darren? Do you know for sure? So I'm definitely not doing the team. Right. Um, I have not, I just have personal personal reasons that may restrict me from being able to do the the, the individual. But if I, if I do get back in time and conditions allow it, right. I'll definitely put... Um, put entry into the individual. Right. A lot of people listening to the uh, podcast right now say, he say he's coming or he ain't coming. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> They're hoping he's saying he's not coming. No, <laughs> definitely not the team. Definitely not doing the team events. I, 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 you know, the team, the, the team really, um, what, what does well for the team is the, the bond that you create and knowing each team member and stuff like that. And right. that, that's what really did it did for us last time and I think that's a, a huge advantage that Stuart, Mark and you know, whoever they put together with their team, that's what they that's one the, together. Yeah, that's one of the key things that a lot of people miss out on. So Right. And I would say that, yeah, every time I open registration, one of the first emails I get is Mark Jordan. Right. Honestly, almost as soon as registration opens, Mark says in that registration, the team is already set. These guys are together. For that should be a good time to let the listeners know how they can register. Yeah, go to BarbadosAdventureRace.com. You can register for the individual event, obviously, as well as the team. The team has two waves this year um, because we, we recognize that there is individuals out there who might want to try bar but not be as competitive. And so they can register for what we call the open wave, which is more of a fun run type event. The obstacles will be modified a little bit. won't be as much pressure. You could just go out there and play on the obstacles and take your time and have some fun and really enjoy the experience. 
Amaris, uh, he just mentioned people coming out for fun and what's not. You mentioned in your introduction that when you first asked people if they would want to do it, everybody was a little bit intimidated. Like, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure. Have you been talking to people subsequent to your uh, victory last year and being involved in bar more about bar? And how has the response been? Have you found that people are more willing to trade bar now? I kind of get a better response from people that would have played sports before. Right. So it's always harder to kind of get somebody that, I guess, they never really run before or they never really did anything competitive. Or never experienced compet- right. competition, yeah. yeah. Especially coming from me, I was like, I'm just everything's easy for you. You just did it. You said, no, you have to just come out. You have time to train for it. Yeah. You can always come to one of the workouts that George has or if you have the public there, you can come and try it. But I find it's a little hesitant to get them to start. But when they actually do come and they get very many people around it. They yeah. get sucked in. Yeah. But I think the hardest thing is to get them to just come <laughs> and try it. Try it yeah. They get intimidated, but I guess the stuff they see on Instagram, they say, I can't claim this, or I can't right. carry this, or I don't know. I always Especially tell people. Women, it's, it's easy to get men to try it. For sure. Right, right, right. We feel we could do anything. <laughs> <laughs> but to get girls to come out is always harder. I want to ask you a question, though, because you said last year it was just almost like, got invited to came out you use a cardio to push through uh, having done bar now already and coming back again now your second go around um first of all i understand you're on the team this year you were on the team last year again right were you you were on the team yeah, the I did team well yeah year. and now how has your training for bar become more bar specific how has your training changed um i think last year as i said coming onto it it was just general work i guess it's when mm-hmm. the last probably I feel like you are coming to some of George's classes. Right, Friday, that's, right. that's probably the most training I would have gotten in terms of these Bar specific training. Yes. Um, I think since then, the new years will work on my grip strength because it's not something that I trained a lot before. Mm-hmm. Probably getting a little bit more forearm work. Um, just to get comfortable doing the things that I didn't like. <laughs> what, would you, what were some of the more challenging things for you in Bar? Um, but last year, not that everything would be easy for you, Amorous. Challenge I think was I had to learn all the I guess the rings and the ropes. But wasn't once you got it done, it was okay. But I think mentally it was to just mm-hmm. to get it done. Cause I remember I climbed the top of the rope with the first and we looked down. I was like, "Why did they climb up here?" But yeah, I yeah. think it's one of those things you just have to kind of do it, and then you right. get comfortable, and then it's okay. Um, the team event, I think the hardest thing for me was this last shoe. Right. Right, that right, was right. definitely most physically challenging for me because I just remember picking it up. My back was just like, whoa. Right, <laughs> so right. You had to literally build myself to carry it because you had to carry it for about a kilometer. So it was a it was long, long carry. Yeah, it was really long. And it wasn't easy. Um, it was stupidly long, George. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what happened. Painful. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. I marked out the course. I was very happy with the course. The course was 9K long. I was like, where are you going to find a K from? Where am I going to find a K from now? Get in the locker. <laughs> <laughs> the and it was near the end, it was the just yeah, before yeah. the step wall. So right. I think that was Correct. another factor as well because uh-huh. you were exhausted, but then you got to it. You got right. back there, yeah. So I think it literally felt like you bought a thousand pounds on my back. Yeah, like, it, was, it was tough. But again, you know, I think. And one it was wet. Things, and it was yes. wet, yeah. I think one of the things with bar Quick. that athletes in, in general find really rewarding is that you don't finish it and feel that was easy. 
you feel challenged. So there's a, a greater sense of, of, of achievement when you finish it because you feel like not everybody could just turn up on a day and run through a bar course. You really you should either be at a pretty high fitness level already or be generally prepared for it. I saw um, Darren smiling when Saul asked you about your training because I think there's a little bit of psychological warfare that, when it comes to training. So Darren, are you willing to like, give out any of your secrets with respect to training or is that something you're keeping very close to your chest? Train in the public. <laughs> we don't train in private. I mean, we run with the, the Moncton Goats on a Saturday morning quite uh -huh. often. Um, I every think Saturday? I, let me take my notes. Every Saturday? I think, <laughs> I, I, think, I think that's coming to an end now. We're not, 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 not for any bad reason. Is yeah. that the team is now going More to specific. be, you know, putting this house together. I think Amherst now. Uh, yeah, we started training. It, well, I say we like if I'm on their right, team, right, but right. Uh, breaking news, they, breaking they, news, no. breaking news. That the Opposite Killers <laughs> is now reconfigured. Yes. Um, so for those of you who might not be aware, the official entry is coming, so we can speak on it. It has come in. Okay. It has come in. So the Opposite Killers is now comprised of Mark Jordan, Stuart Maloney, who were there before, and now Amaris Chase and Sabrina Thompson are on a loan. Sabrina's on loan. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Sabrina's on loan until Darren gets his team back together. Are now the Ops killers. So, um, I mean, on paper that team is as strong as the previous Ops killers team, I think. Um, but we have to see how it gels. Um, but as far as advice for anybody who's looking to put a team together, Darren, or even train for the individual, um, what would you say to them as far as how to comprise their team? Um. It, it, it's all relative to, uh, again to the course at the same time but I mean the, the best thing to have is a team that motivates each other right and regardless of strength regardless of agility wh whatever you bring right. you need some you need to have a team that motivates itself people that look out for each other and make sure that they're you know they're getting the best out of what you consider the weakest link for argument's sake right and you, you can't leave a teammate behind in bar, so right. you, you, you really have to have that bond with your team and make sure that these are people that, you know, you, any day, you, it, when, you, when, 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 when you finish bar event, you feel like it's a, a, a new family that you've created, you know, because it, it, some of the things are impossible to do on your own. When you right. talk about your log carry, yeah. I mean, I, I felt like I was a nail. <laughs> I felt like I was just getting hammered down. Right. And I mean that weighed almost as much as me. Right. But you can't do it on your own. So you really need people that mesh well and you need to really have somebody that motivates the team and keeps the team together and no. develop that chemistry. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. important is it to you to for there to be like a, a strong soul leader or you think that you can have <coughs> more than one leader on a four man team? I think regardless there will be a strongest person. Right. Um, and I, I'm not talking about physical strength, we're talking yeah. about that person that vocal, that person that really binds the team. In it, it, it's important, mm -hmm. but you know, it, it's, it's how well you can motivate your team. Right. So at the end of the day, sometimes you, the weaker person can be the motivating factor. So exactly. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it's all relative, but you really need to have the motivation and the bond to really get each other going as getting the best out of each one of them right. I've, I've seen teams that when you when you look at the individuals on the team 
you might look and say, well, that person is the weakest link on the field. Because the other three might be elite athletes when, it's come, when it comes to running or strength or whatever. And that fourth person seems not to be as fit or as strong. But very often that fourth person brings an element that maybe some of the others don't have. That person may be really good on the skills or they might be a motivator or they might just have something that helps them bring people together. And you see those teams on or about the podium. Yeah. Even though that individual could never win a 3K race in... in a lot of times what happens to is that some person may not be very strong individually, but be very strong in a team environment where they have these people around them, pushing them and not necessarily competing against them, but competing with them then. Right. So then you start, it brings up more you. It's like when you got a coach encouraging you right. along the course. So I think that is a factor as well. So, Amherst, since you are actually going to be taking part in the individual event again, how do you feel that you um, about your chances? You think that you're going to repeat? Um, I think this year will definitely be a lot more competitive. Okay. I think I saw in terms of the training, uh -huh. I really like the fact that I think it's more structured coming up. I think people started training a lot earlier this time around. Right. <clears throat> I think last year a lot of people recognized I guess the weaknesses of people that needed to run. Right. Started running earlier. The ones that thought it needs to be a little bit stronger. I'll put in a little bit more effort into the gym work. So. Look at me directly when it's just so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think it'll be more competitive. I what I'm hearing you saying me. is train as hard as when I want, I can still crush with her. That's, that's what I heard. That's what I know people say. That's exactly how I heard. It's going to be a little bit more competitive. I'm right. all of my competitive. I'm right said that she's going to podium in the meals. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I will say that. Even though it was set up slightly different last year, if you had run in the male division last year, I think you would have placed 12. Right. So that was out of a field of 25. So I think that's still quite an achievement. And I think you're probably the only person who ran a clean course. Darren, did you run a clean course in the mills? You, you had an obstacle as well. When I, when I saw your time and people told me that you did you had not a run a clean yeah, course, had a I was like, how in heaven's name did he have burpees and still come under 10 minutes? You ran an eight something, right? You remember 17 something. I, 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 it was a 3K. A 3K. Yeah, it was, yeah, under, 20 minutes. It was yeah. under 20 minutes. It was under 20 minutes, but it wasn't under 10 minutes. Under 10 minutes. minutes. <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> yeah, not under 10 minutes. Under 20 minutes for sure, yeah. So I think um, I'm looking forward to the individual event this year as well myself because I see, like you said, Amherst, I see a lot more preparation. I see people who would never have done the individual before really focusing on it this time as their main event mm -hmm. and then looking to maybe do um, the, the team event just for fun. Um, Darren, I know you said you, you'd never do the team event. You, could, you can't do the team event this year around because of other commitments. Could you ever see yourself doing bar in a non-competitive environment? So for example, you, you came back and there were three people who were like beginners and you're like, I'm gonna run along with these three and just coach them along. Am I shaking by any place you said So you could never see yourself doing that. And that's not just not in your DNA to be an also run. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't forget the question asked me, George. What, what thoughts is this you asking me? <laughs> no, I, it, it's really not something I aspire to do. I really want to be competitive. I really right. want to, if I go out there. And I, I mean, at the same time, I, I treasure the team that we put together. And, and I left the WhatsApp group, but, <laughs> but no, not for any bad reason. But I mean, in, it, I, I knew I could not do it. I knew yeah. I could not train with the team. I knew. So we, we had the conversation and, you know, the team, the team still wanted to do it. Right. And then I think 
I, I, I really not even sure, but um, Sabrina went over to the to the other Honestly, team Keller, briefly. We don't call so her, we don't call her name. The other team is how we refer to them. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just briefly, so I mean, uh, I any day. Sabrina, I, I, I alone, as Sabrina, 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 I think. And and when she sees this, we'll know that she has to come back to, right, to right, her right. original team. Yeah, <laughs> what about no, the Leander, What about Le- and Leander? Yeah, Leander. Around? Leander is still training, doing a lot of training. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure if she's going to do the individual or or what she's doing. And Chippy, I mean, I still see Chippy doing some running here and there with the mountain goats and stuff. But right. for sure, we 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 when I. I'm available. I I definitely going after my original team first, right. and then you know if and also anyone after if that top place on the podium as well, aren't you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> the 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 objective is always to to be first. I mean, of you're not really going out there to dirty clothes for no reason. Right, so. right, right. <laughs> um, I definitely look. I I I've saddened that I'm missing the team one, right. but I I wouldn't go out there just to to say that I competed. Right. But if I if I can come uh-huh. definitely doing the individual and i mean i don't know how how good my fitness will be i i i'd be frank with you i i don't do i hate a gym right i personally hate a gym i have no upper body strength i right. struggle with those things but i could run all day right so in terms of how much training i would do coming up to the individual i may just be run if i do compete it'd just be on running ability and right. some push-ups at home right right right, right. Tell me though, um, because you said you would have been training coming up to the last one, you were doing the singles and the team event. When you were in the singles um, after the training, um, did you do any of the pop-up workouts? I did one. One pop-up. Team, one, yeah. team pop-up. Yeah. Team, team pop-up. pop-up yeah. Yeah. Right, but when you came into the individual event, was there any obstacle, aside from the tire wall, obviously, because you had to do burpees there, that you went and you were like, well, this is a little bit more challenging than I thought it would be. Um, <coughs> so I had, I had a, a, a little, I, uh, up to now, I think it was a, I had an issue with my shin mm-hmm. training for the, for bar last year period. Mm-hmm. And that kind of hampered my running and jumping. So I, I really wasn't sure if I'd be able to do the, the walls mm-hmm. and I really wasn't able to train doing any kind of jumping and stuff like that. So I, I was I was hesitant on the walls and stuff like that, and at the same time favoring a leg and right. you know a little <coughs> a little conscious of it. But I think I'd like to see the individual be touch longer, right? Touch heavier. You know Excuse I mean? you. <laughs> no, I I just mean in general because it kind of creates a balance. Last right. year I could run, I was weak, but I could run. Right, right. And at the end of the day, the guys that were strong, they could carry, but they can't they can't run as fast. So right, right, right. I mean, a, a touch longer uh-huh. would help the runners uh-huh. help help it for the outright runners. Yeah. And then a, a touch heavier would help the the the, the, strong the, the stronger men catch up. Right. It's interesting you say that because that was going to come to my next question. So at OCR World Championships, which is what both of you qualified for. Um, for those of you who don't know, home bar is a, a world championship qualifier. The distances are 3K, and then from 3K, it goes to 15K. It's, oh, yeah. So, yeah, so you're 3K or 15K. Now, at World OCR, which is a different federation, you have the 100 meter, the 400 meter, 800 meter, 3K, and then again, it goes all the way up to 15. So, I've found that most of the races, when they get to the longer distances, they become less obstacle dense. 
So there's more and more running and less obstacles. That's why I, I feel I like the 3K, the 3K type distance. You could almost pack it with obstacles. And we've got a bunch of new obstacles coming for you this year that are going to be a little bit more technical and so on. Because um, I don't want it to be just a, a guy who's really fit could do burpees on every obstacle and just catch back up on the running. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but speaking about world championships now, obviously we have a COVID situation this year, but your qualification still holds for the next world championships. Are you two thinking about going out there to fly the Barbados flag proud at any of these events? Um, I, I, I would definitely be interested. You know, um, I think anyone, anyone who wins at bar um, locally has that mindset that they would be interested in going. Um, truthfully, that that's something that you know Stuart Mark and because I think the team set up is a little different, a little different at the, yeah. and I think it's something that we were really we had the same thing. We've not discussed it in detail, but it, it's definitely something that we would do as a as a team and as the individual because I think the. T Oh, is the team one? It's three males. Yeah, and at, two females. Is it at Worlds? There's a couple different events, but it's more like a relay rather than a team event. And so, like one person does something that's very skill dominant, another person does something that's very heavy, one person does something that's very running oriented, and then you come together for one last obstacle. Uh, whereas bar is a team event, completely oh. start to finish, which I, I like. I like our setup because it really is about working together as a team staying together as a team throughout the whole event. You're listening to the Barcast podcast right now. I thank you so much for joining us. Hold a second. So Amaris, tell me about your plans for the OCR event. Yes, I think it was definitely exciting when I qualified for it. Um, and it was something that I think, I don't know, I guess it's kind of hard to kind of look at things. It's not like a track. You can kind of look at your times and see mm -hmm. how you would compare because the course will be different each time. Right. But Interesting point. I think I like the fact that we get to learn new obstacles and get to try new stuff. It will be a different competitive environment. Mm -hmm. And you will see the level that the people around the world are and the kind of stuff that they like to do. So I think yeah, it's something that I would definitely like to try. And nothing would really <coughs> prepare you for it, though, like actually going there, I guess, and doing it. Again, a feel for it because yeah, you know, I guess you competed competed internationally already, so you would know it's hard to ride but it's still fast and by real. So when you get to another country and you got rid against other people, you realize that some of the things that we call hills here in Barbados are necessarily a hill. <laughs> no, the thing the difference with bar is that no matter how hard you train, you're somewhat always out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So exactly what Amherst touched on in that it's not it's not by the book, it's not by a time that you're that you, you know, a reference point, so to speak, because it, it's irrelevant. It's really how you put put it together on the day. So right. you're, you're never in your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You're never... You're going to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, you're always... And I mean, even when you think you're comfortable and then George will come and throw a shocking awesome. wire in there. <laughs> or, 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 you know, it's, it's always something outside of the comfort zone. So however you look at it, it's it's... It's a lot more mental preparation than there's a lot more is you just need to be open minded and open to suffering, open to yeah. pain. Yeah. And and that's the that's the that's the thrill of it really. Yeah. So how can I learn to, to enjoy pain more? Well, I learn to enjoy pain like y'all guys. Looking at the podium of bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I say pain is pain is always faithful to you. It's always gonna be there. 
pleasure comes and goes, but pain <laughs> is always around the corner waiting for you. Uh, but with all that said, we don't want to like deter any newbies out there who are like, I want to do that bar thing, but these men talking about living with pain. What would you say, um, Amaris, to that individual out there who's thinking about doing bar for the first time, but might be a little bit intimidated by it? I will tell them to just come out and try it. I think things always could be visually intimidating. You might look at the wall and you might look tall, but you stand up next to it and you jump and raise, you can actually reach the top. Or the balls may look heavy, then you pick it up and realize, well, I can actually carry it. So I think you should just come and try it and it definitely gets easier as the weeks go by. So the first week, you might find your bucket will be a little heavy, but then the next thing you come, you realize that you can carry it a little further, you can walk with it a little faster. So there's always improvement. Right. So I think that is something I look forward to. You know, each week I get a little bit better, so I continue to train and, and that encourages me. So you think there's any chance at all that you don't double gold medal in November? I think there's always a chance. I think, as you said, bar is one of those things where anything can happen on you. Right. So, so be an obstacle that you're comfortable with and you slip on the day or you don't know what the conditions are going to be like. I think last year definitely for day two when the rain fell, the course completely changed. The course did change. So the monkey wars, for example, that were easy the day before, people struggled with those um, mud all over the rope. Mm -hmm. I think there's definitely things that can happen. So just mentally prepare and come out and do the best. Right, right, right. And then, so the intention though is to double gold medal? Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, let me see how you put this in there. What, what, what chance you give it? Our zero to 100% <laughs> chance of a double gold medal for Amherst Chase in November? 100. <laughs> 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 she said there's always a chance, so 99.9. Right? So Probably. I don't want Wow, 99.9% people, you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, we already know there's a 0% chance of Darren doing it, the team uh if you are able to compete in the individuals darren and uh, even though you said your training is going to be limited you're not going to be doing the gym etc zero to hundred percent chance that darren matthews retains the title so it, it, it depends on how hard salt training i see salt doing more training than anybody else knows so uh, I, I, I've been featured heavily it's more in terms of media Right. <laughs> <laughs> only by the cameras on. Yeah, only by the cameras <laughs> on. Favorite thing about Barry before we wrap it up, guys, uh, for, to encourage anyone listening right now and trying to uh, thinking about competing. What's your favorite, absolute <clears throat> favorite thing about Barry? I think I love the environment. I think it's something that I kind of came into, and I just love the fact that even though everybody's competing against each other, that they're still encouraging each other. It's a healthy competition, and I think that's something that kind of keeps me bonded to it. Um, the gratification that you can get for, for yourself, you know, if you're someone that long on confidence or you're, you need a little bit of motivation for something, you know, you, it, it, the gratification that you get from looking at an atlas stone and thinking that you can't and then realizing that you can and those kind of things. I mean, mentally, for a lot of people, it can do a lot of good. So I think it, 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 it should go as a motivator for a lot of people to help them get out, get out of the comfort zone and really, you know, become more self-confident and realizing what the human body can do because it's amazing. Absolutely, absolutely. 
All right, once again, George, you got to remind people how they can register because I'm sure lots of people listening to the broadcast right now are fully convinced that, that they should Absolutely. sign up and get up off the tail <laughs> and do the right thing. Absolutely. Remember, there's this year for the, for the individual event, there's a race for a cause, which is our big charity drive. So go on to the website, BarbadosAdventureRace.com. Um, click on the Amaroni Race for a Cause. When you register, select the charity that you'd like a donation to be made to. Make sure you read the page. There's lots of ways to get involved. You can tag us on social media. You can raise some funds amongst your gyms and your friends um, and make sure you register for that individual event. And of course, there's our marquee event, which is the ICBL Team Challenge. You can do that to be competitive, to try and beat Amaris and her team and get on top of the podium. Or you can do it you know, for a first time thing where you're just having fun and you do our open wave. Definitely, 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 do not forget the Republic Bank Corporate Challenge because in my opinion, that's where the growth of this event is going to come from. Friends and families and, and companies using it as a team building event to bond and build some camaraderie. So follow us on Instagram, B-A-R underscore R-A-C-E, uh, Barbados Adventure Race on Facebook. And if you're still looking for a team, remember we have the Barbados Adventure Race Team Finder page on Facebook where you can go in there and say, you know, I'm looking for a team to be obstacles. I got three elite athletes <laughs> so far. I just need one more join our team and help, help us get on top of that podium. All right. Okay, guys, I want to thank you all so much for joining us, taking that time out of your day to be here with us on the BarCast today. And thank you so much for listening to the BarCast once again. Of course, you know we're ramping up for Bar November the 21st and 22nd, 2020. It's going to be great. It's going to be epic. You need to be there. If you're not competing, be there to spectate. Correct. Looking forward to see you all on November 21st and 22nd.